Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris, and uh, here we are today talking about bonsai trees. Well, the thing that I've come to notice when I talk about a, a spiritual or emotional maturity with people is that as we grow up from child to adult, and as I've discussed this on my uh, YouTube video this week, on um, what is it called? Uh, Sketchpad Conversations. I've noticed that there are a lot of people when they get wounded uh, from some event that takes place in our past, we kind of like get like a bonsai tree. We start as a spiritual entity or as a as a as an emotional entity in the world. Uh, we start getting our uh, branches clipped until we become this perfect mini specimen of a great big tree. And I love bonsai trees because they're so delicately manicured and kept alive that they grow into a huge oak tree or a huge uh, tree, micro size. And what can happen is we can develop a childhood wound from a parent, uh, from a circumstance in our life, uh, death or, or uh, an incident that takes place. And we emotionally shut down, we don't grow a day after that and what we do is we go into repetitive repeat patterns looking for evidence that our our hurt or our pain or our beliefs or our avoidance or whatever it is um, is justified and we seek proof that we were right when we were a kid to think that this is bad and this is good and this person hurt us and this person didn't and Therapy and counselling, 99% is about reinforcing the existence of the wound and how to get over it. But I'm not so sure that's the most healthy thing. Emotional and spiritual maturity means that we gravitate from the concept that a child is, is blessed with, and that is to seek pleasure, avoid pain. It's the physical body at its best. It seeks pleasure, avoid pain. And that's what causes kids to go out and play and want to have an iPad. They want to have a game of footy because they're seeking pleasure. And whether that pleasure comes from fantasizing that they're, uh, as I did when I was a kid, I fantasized that I was uh, one of the AFL football heroes. I won't mention their name. And I used to run around with their uh, Colling with my Collingwood jumper on with the number one on the back and I would leap for marks just as he did and I, I wore a pair of gum boots and uh, which were my footy boots and I'd kick the ball through the goals and the crowd would cheer and <laughs> in a sense we develop a, 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 a mechanism of causing anything to become a pleasureful experience and that is the the drive and the motive and the inspiration and the passion and the love of a child as that grows we get wounded and we get hurt and we start to develop tricks to cause to continue that model to continue on but unfortunately school teachers and real-time hard losses start to invade the ability to use fantasy for a pleasure and so then we become very much addicted to reality as a source of pleasure and when reality becomes a source of pleasure what we're meant to do as a child evolving and maturing and growing up is realize that some things are, are, are we really really want are going to cost us some pain and so we edge a little bit more into the pain pleasure paradigm which by the age of 22 in a healthy, maturing, growing and inspired adult should come to the conclusion that 
this thing that I'm working on, pain or pleasure is worth working on it. However, because of these wounds and because of um, passivity when it comes to addressing those wounds and because of commercial and, and legal implications, m most people are not permitted to address those wounds. And so those wounds become, uh, as you call it, growth impediments, uh, bonsai tree clipping. And so although the adult grows as an individual, can earn money, uh, can uh, gain knowledge at university or go out and drive a race car or whatever, their, their emotions and their spirituality, their, their real growth is, is contained uh, in a bonsai tree because they can't grow further than the belief pattern that has locked them into a childhood experience of avoiding something and seeking the opposite of it. Now, very often when it comes to midlife crisis, this, this uh, paradigm of seek pleasure, avoid pain is meant to, it gets confronted. It, it hasn't matured at the rate it was meant to. The tree hasn't grown. It's been clipped. And then there's a, a massive sense of frustration and an overwhelming uh, realization that life is short. Uh, that we're, in a sense, uh, we're, we're repeating a, a projection and we're sort of stuck somewhere as a child, immature emotionally and immature mentally and immature spiritually, and yet matured in terms of the demands we've taken on board and the responsibility we've taken on board and the expectation we have of ourselves for that matter. So we come to a crisis point. Now, we seek resolution to this crisis point. We, we can become alcoholic. We can uh, try to gain money and, and put on a facade that we're happy and successful. Or we can uh, even um, uh, go on holidays and seek pleasures. But really, m most relationships at this point between a, in, in a family dynamic usually become quite nuclear and radioactive because there are codependents, there are children that have to work their way through this fog of um, a stuck parent or two stuck parents or a parent who enables another parent to be stuck. And this stuckness, this um, bonsai tree where we, we seek easy solutions that give us pleasure in sorting things out which is really just moving the paradigm of seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, seeking a pleasure, avoiding a pain, over to another area of life, which may be, let's say, a meditation. A person starts to become addicted to meditation and committed to it. Really what they're saying is, there's pain and pleasure over on the left-hand side of the fence. I want to jump the fence, go over on the right. I want to do something that gives me only pleasure, meditation. After a while, that falls flat in its face. And so you can see it becomes a, the bonsai tree metaphor is really the perfect metaphor for what it looks like to be a fully grown, fully matured um, 40, 50, 60, 70 year old adult still operating at the emotional and spiritual maturity of a 10 year old or an eight year old or a 12 year old kid seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, repeat, repeat, repeat. The solution to this in the back on track process, of course, is not just one thing. It's a sequence of seven things. And it's really important not to try to solve a problem with a single cherry picked solution. Say, I'm going to have emotional maturity by working on my emotional intelligence, which is benign and stupid. There are seven phases of a human growth cycle. 
And if we're going to release ourselves from the bonsai mentality, we have to release our body from the bonsai mentality and our environment and our value set and our sense of priorities. Our vision needs to be released from the bonsai mentality and, and our self-talk, which can be very confronting in a family dynamic because one partner will be enabling another partner. The other partner may very well be keeping the other person in a bonsai space in order to keep that uh, comfort zone. So growth is easy for a human development. Follow the black on track process. But it's not easy when we're interacting and collaborating with other human beings who aren't necessarily comfortable with us becoming anything other than a bonsai tree. So when we start moving, moving the, the, um, the crap, the clippers that keep us small in terms of our motive and in terms of our offering and in terms of our immortal impact on this planet, when we start releasing ourselves from this, it can be challenging for other people. But most importantly, it's beneficial to our children. And I think at the end of the day, that needs to be our priority when we're thinking about personal development and growth. Does it benefit our children? Does it give them, do we release ourselves from our black and white fight flight um, got to mindset? Do we release ourselves from our shoulds and our need tos and evolve as a human being and therefore give them space to grow too? This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. Bye for now.